0: Welcome to this podcast dedicated to helping you live an inspired, heart centered life by cultivating energetic mastery and optimal health. Through medical wisdom and seasonal attunement, we delve deep into how to organize our life force around what matters most. I'm your host, Bronwyn Isla, board certified acupuncturist, alchemist, mama, dancer, and practitioner on the path of illumination. Today I want to dive into the topic of Reiki and how Reiki can be a fantastic, amazing, ridiculously awesome force to help us align our lives with our deeper intentions. Reiki is a practice that is incredibly dear to my heart. It's a journey I began 25 years ago in the Himalayas in India. And since that moment, there has been so much transformation that has come into myself through aligning with this fractal of teaching. And not only has this path, I'll call it, been profoundly awakening for me, it's been a huge journey of discovering or Uh, listening to what Reiki actually is. So most people, when we start learning Reiki, there's sort of this hype of what is Reiki? It's like, oh, Reiki is a healing practice where you put your hands on another person and energy flows through. And through that, it can bring about relaxation, spiritual unfolding, uh, releasing of tension, it's especially beneficial to help people who want to sleep better people with kind of more of a hyper tone in their systems and including things like fibromyalgia IBS things where there's just there's a there's a lot of tone or tension that's created leading to insomnia and other kinds of hyper this eases so I'd like to dive into all of that and before we get started I also want to let you know that you can support the work that I'm doing creating content for people takes tons of time and energy and finances And I'd like to be able to do this more often. So if you're able to offer support, that would be greatly appreciated. And you can see the link to do that in the comments. I also do have in-person Reiki trainings. They're six months long in the Bay Area, as well as online trainings. So you can find out about those at reikiyoga.com. That's R-E-I-K-I-Y-O-G-A.com. What is Reiki and how do we even begin to talk about this healing art? Reiki has often is often talked about as a energy transmission, a transference of universal life force energy into the recipient, whether it's the self, another person through hands-on healing work. And when we talk about energy in the West, we often think of that as a thing, Like something you can look at and photograph. A lot of this came through the Russian scientists in the 70s, I think, trying to turn, trying to look at Reiki as a kind of product or energy, let's call it as a kind of product or a a thing. But if we go back to taking Reiki into the context that it grew up in, the medical system that that chi evolved in the concept of chi and energy in the body in China and Japan, we can see that it's really a process of about time and transformation, how it is that we can take something like food and turn it into a thought a capacity to have energy to run around and do things, emotions, and this process of moving chi from the physical Newtonian reality into a light body. In Asian medical theory, that's often talked about as the transformation of qi. And there's many different kinds of qi in the body. And just to say qi and qi are the same word, so re means universal. And qi or qi is this translation of energy that we're pointing to now. So often when people first come to Reiki, they think of it as this healing art, this way of using hands to heal. And as we dive deeper and as I think opening up to Reiki, actually informing us as to what it is, there's deeper layers of how this this system, this path, this vibrancy transforms us and our capacity to know what it is that we're even working with. I do my best whenever people ask me, what is Reiki? To answer that in the present moment time. So as Reiki continues to evolve my consciousness, how I talk about Reiki changes because there's this ongoing way that Reiki is informing me as to what it actually is. What I'm pointing to is that there's two major paths to awakening that we can look at. One that's exemplified in the East and one more in the West. So in the West, we have quite a profound system of evolutionary paths of awakening. These can be in the form of psychotherapy, in the form of many different kinds of yogas and disciplined arts, where we kind of focus our intention on clearing the body to be able to evolve and reach higher levels of consciousness. Often this means working through trauma, working through different layers of resistance in the system. If we were to summarize that, we could say evolving to become more like the light, evolving and transforming bugs in the system to be able to be better parents be able to be better humans to be able to be more effective at work whatever it is and some basic level it's a paths of moving the energy from the lower chakras up into the upper chakras and beyond so this is the the major if we were to make a gross summary, a major tenet of the paths that we have in the Western world. And then there's the path of involution. This is more commonly known in Eastern esoteric practices where there's a process of opening and clearing the upper chakras to allow in the descending light. This way of working is difficult to describe without experiencing it because it's ways where the light literally comes in through the antakarana, the column of light above the head from above some of these upper chakras, eighth chakras and beyond, and moves down the central column into the crown chakra and descends into the rest of the energy body to help clear away obstructions. This path is rapid. You know, these energies that move down from the antakarana down through into the body have the capacity to rapidly involve our capacity to hold light. Reiki is this kind of path. It's a path of involution. It's a path of opening and allowing the light to rapidly descend down into our bodies and release blockages to transformation. The super exciting part about this is that when we combine the evolutionary paths in the West and the involutionary paths from the East, we have this massive capacity to rapidly awaken. So if you're a person who's done a lot of work on the evolutionary path to clear away resistance and blockages and to work through childhood stuff and to have the psychotherapy and to change the core scripts that are limiting your beliefs, all of this, it has had and does have the remarkable capacity to prepare oneself for this involution for this rapid descent of the light to activate and transform and awaken in a supercharged kind of way. If we only work with the involutionary process, you know, if we only work with allowing the light in and sort of holding on as tight as possible to the light, hoping hoping that it will clear everything away, that also can have tricky consequences we have many examples of people who in the west we call this spiritual bypassing like all is light all is love all is well but not actually doing the deeper work of clearing whatever stuff is going on however if we only do the evolutionary work and clear and work and process and process some more and feel into it it can be in some ways detrimental because There can be a kind of self-obsession, you know, a a kind of obsession with our own path, with our own lives, with our own thoughts and feelings and opinions about all the things that happened and round and round and round without actually releasing it in a somatic, light body, muscle system on, on many layers of the being and can actually create a kind of pattern in the system where we track for problems. We kind of are looking for what's wrong rather than able to actually soften and surrender into the all is well consciousness. My experience of Reiki is that it has a profound capacity to activate all of the other paths of evolutionary work. There's some qualities that come with the descending light that help to immediately increase our capacity for awakening. So some of the signatures here are qualities of hope, of inspiration, of a kind of knowing that there is another way. Ricky has this Carries with it codes of wholeness that help to clear the veil of separateness from our systems. This is my experience of it. How does Reiki training actually work? What it looks like is there is a process of attunements, which is this involutionary energy where the person carrying this. Lineage, this vibration, the Reiki master or practitioner will pass on these codes or these frequencies into the student, and they it goes into the aura where there are symbols that are placed there that have that carry these codes of awakening and embedded hope, inspiration, focus, and through this attunement energies that are contra to this awakening are released to make space for this increased light quotient. And often the student will feel a sense of calm or peace or clarity as the, that which is no longer in service of this path, the soul's highest path and dharma are released. And then there is the practical part of how to hold your hands, where to put them on your own body or in someone else's body to channel this light into the receiver. And this is the Reiki treatment part of the journey, where people who want healing, who want to find a deeper sense of aliveness and health will receive a Reiki treatment from the practitioners. So that's kind of the the facets of a Reiki training is to learn how to actually perform a treatment and then to actually have the vibrations of the energy embedded into the system so that that transmission can happen in a way that's not only theoretical. Often we talk about it like a tuning fork when you have when you hold one tuning fork and activate it. Other tuning forks in the room will also start to resonate, resonate that same vibration. So it's a similar idea as these codes are placed into the student by the Reiki, the Reiki master, then that person is able to then trans, transmit those to other people. Reiki training consists of three different levels the first level, or what people often call Reiki One or Shoden Reiki, the beginning level, is simply to activate the energy to bring it into the student's aura and system so that they can work on self-healing as well as a simple treatment with other people. This is the level where self-healing is strongly emphasized to go in and allow these this light to transform places in ourselves that are resistant to the awakening process. And as we clarify our intention to awaken, the places in us that are most contra, most unwilling to change, most stuck, will then come up so that we can clear them. And it's part of the journey. And most people, when embarking on that with the clarity of intention, will then have life respond with bringing up exactly the areas in our lives, our consciousness, our thoughts, our bodies that are clearly not coherent with this this higher level of activation, so that we can release that and move into a clearer, stronger path and clearer, stronger intention into what it is that we actually came here for. Generally, it's spoken of as having 21 days period where this process of clearing is heightened. Some people say it's three days for each chakra. Some people just talk about the, in many traditions, that there's a 21 day period of purification that happens after deep initiation. During this time, there's practices that are given in my online Reiki course. I give over a series of practices for 21 days to help allow these energies to descend down into the body, unconsciousness, and, and mind all the way so that this process of purification can run deep and stabilize in our consciousness. The profound shifts that I see people going through during this initial three weeks is amazing. People who have done a lot of work on the path of awakening have prepared themselves to receive this light and have exponential next octave growth. And people who are not quite totally on the path yet, but receive the initiations, it can inspire them to activate Grow and deepen in their commitment to awakening. The second level of Reiki, what's called Reiki 2 or Okuden, the inner teaching of Reiki, is when symbols are placed in the aura and given over to the student to be able to use in Reiki sessions. These symbols then activate the capacity to use Reiki on things that you cannot touch directly with your hands. Reiki one is when you put your hands on somebody and can then give over this energy. And Reiki two, you can now start to Reiki relationships and whole countries and people who are not in the same place as you and all of the oceans, for example, or... All of the people who experience this kind of trauma, for example, Reiki 2 massively amplifies what can be done with Reiki. You can also send it back in time, such as to your birth. You can send it forward into the future, such as to something that is hap- that you expect to happen in the future that you'd like to send light to during that time. Perhaps to a birth that you're having if you're pregnant, send Reiki to that time so that when you're actually birthing your baby, you will be surrounded by this unconditional love light. So that's Reiki 2 and it's really encouraged during Reiki 2 even more to start to work on other people, your children, your clients, your friends, your family And then we have the Reiki master level. So when we say Reiki master, it doesn't mean that we have mastered Reiki. It means that we're in a process of opening up to allow Reiki to master us. And that is a probably multi-lifetime venture to allow this involutionary process to amplify, to cleanse, purify, open, and allow us to have a stronger, deeper, clearer flow of light through our bodies, minds, and consciousness. During the Reiki master training is also given how to pass on attunements, how to pass on this energy to other people. So that after working with the energy for some time, you can also train other people in, in Reiki. Each of these levels of Reiki 1, 2, and 3 have a 21-day period of rapid growth and transformation that happened directly after the attunement, which is intensified process of alignment with intention and service. But I do want to emphasize that there's no technique for clearing your vibrational field on such a profound level that when people come to you, you'll be able to hold and stabilize a frequency that they may not have encountered. This is not a technique. One needs to immerse oneself in the of releasing that which no longer serves us to be able to reach for more light. It's a dynamic process. It is not necessarily... The easiest path in the beginning because it does require us to let go of some of the notions of the separate sense of self or what's commonly called the egoic sense of self. But it's not as hard as running around making a mess of our lives because we're acting from these lower vibrations. So we can either do the work to elevate our consciousness or we can do the work of dealing with the suffering that comes from not doing the work, you know, it's work either way, but one is elevating and one is just kind of creating more karma and hardness and pain and suffering in the world. Reiki does take a commitment, a maturity of the heart to be able to really be in this process of awakening. Sure. you, You can do it without that, you know, like the same way you can do yoga just to get in shape, but at some point the yoga, the practice of that will inform you that there may be something else besides getting in shape. That there might be a deeper path, a deeper yearning. Many people come to come to the path this way through picking up something as a, they think it's just to get healthier or just to get this or that or the other, but the more that we allow these energies into our systems, the more that they inform us that there's more. And this bravery of the heart, this being willing to hold our feet to the fire in the process of transformation and awakening garners such amazing assistance from the light to deepen on our journeys. Life is completely different when we're in our prayer, when we're in our intention, when we harness the power of the heart to allow every situation that comes to be instructive of how to increase our capacity for loving. Every relationship, every traffic jam, every flat tire, whatever it is, this is all pointing to how to open up, surrender, soften, and deepen our capacity for loving. How does Reiki have anything to do with that? Because it's holding our systems in a frequency, a vibrational field that cleanses our attractor field and brings to us more of the people, the energy, the resources, the opportunities to help us on our intention. If you'd like to get started in this path, I do offer an online training which is in three modules, Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You can start with any of those. You'll find those at reikiyoga.com. And I also offer an in-person training in the Bay Area. This is a six-month deep dive into this healing journey. The in-person training also includes the online modules The online training includes sound healing journeys of activation. So we use sound, which is akin to light, to open and activate the energy centers in the body to create uh, the capacity to receive attunements online. Before COVID, I had quite a bit of judgment about online attunements, but when COVID happened, I realized that I needed to find a way to keep this energy moving through the ethers, even without being able to put my hands on people. And after much prayer and meditation and fasting, this was, these attunements came to me of these sound journeys that are intricate and delicate and powerful, that activate the system through sound and the interplay of light and intention. Whether you choose to study with me online or in person, there are weekly live calls that happen where you can stay connected with the community in between trainings, or if you're studying online, staying connected with the field on a regular weekly basis helps to create incredible continuity and connection, especially for people who are living in different places all over the world. I would love to be on this journey with you. Many of the people that work with me have already studied Reiki. They're coming for the deeper dive. So if you're already practicing Reiki or have trained with someone else or with me, it's a great way to continue the immersion in the field and to allow this energy to continue to awaken and evolve us in community. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Alchemy with Bronwyn. I'm so grateful to be able to connect with you through the ethers, sending many blessings for your journey.